Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller, and, and this is the podcast we went and made. Introduce yourself, you motherfucker. Also, get your get your class. It's called Fuck Buddies. Clank. <laughs> this is our first dry episode, and by that I mean we're drinking water and not alcohol. Because oh. Nile is 90% alcohol right now. Yeah, uh, here's some unsolicited advice. Just just stop drinking after a few days. Don't Don't keep doing it like I did, and now I feel like... My insides are rebelling. They probably um, are. They, they, I would. I've been slowly, <laughs> like, if you start poisoning your populace, they're going to finally fucking start to kill you. So that's what's my life. See, you weren't smart. You just didn't finish the job. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's almost. Anyway, yeah, we, we ain't, we're here to prove that we don't need liquor to be funny and give good advice. Uh, speaking of finishing the job, um... When I was editing the podcast last week, we made a bunch of jokes about stabbing yourself and killing yourself yeah. as a favorable alternative to being hit on. And I just want to say that, like, we weren't making fun of mental illness or suicide. And I realized that it could have been construed not as even making sort of, light of self-harm. Yeah, it might have been a little insensitive. And uh, I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but, like, listening back to it's it when point. I was editing it, I was like... Yeah, maybe this wasn't the best yeah. course of action. Yeah. Um, so I apologize if that upset anyone, and uh, we are aware that <laughs> probably not the best best way to make jokes. Uh, fucking give me a question, man. Just give me a question. Okay. Just give 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 me give me give me give me a question. Say that it's like one of the hottest days. Today? Yeah, oh yeah, apparently. it's disgusting. It's in almost here. forty degrees. This fucking sucks. Um, and if you're in one of those places that still uses Fahrenheit, that's like almost hundred degrees. It sucks balls. It's I've been wild. running around all day. I'm very sweaty. I got rained on three times. Um, Why yeah. does it always rain on me? Is it cause I lied when I was seventeen? Yeah, you know the song. Is it? It probably is. That, that'd be, um, imagine, like, every time you lied, it just rained on you constantly for the rest of your life. That would be a real cruel punishment. This comes from Reddit user Camille Man. Hell yeah. I am really into a girl, but I feel like I have to move on. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, dot, dot, dot. So I asked her straight up to just break my heart. <coughs> Let me explain the reasoning behind my request. I like this question because it starts like a really shitty movie trailer where it's like, you might be thinking how I got in this situation. Yeah. Um... Also, I just imagine him being like, yo, fucking break my heart. Just Urban, break my heart. What? Okay. <laughs> um, I met a girl who's literally what my ideal soulmate is supposed to be. Accepting, caring, uh, attentionate. Attentionate? Ooh, I'm assuming that's supposed to be affectionate, maybe? But, or attentive? Ooh, I like an but attentionate. But he just kind of like, he just fucking crammed Fuck, those man. words together. We got Shakespeare over here. Uh, smart and really fun to be around. The problem is, I was too curious about her past, which she wanted to forget due to trauma she's been through. I heard her, and I am perfectly aware of that fact. I regret it a lot. I still have feelings for her because I really enjoy her company and who she is as a person. But seeing how she keeps me at arm's length, which is understandable, I feel like I need to move on and kind of lose those feelings for her. Uh, So the best way is basically to ask her to break my heart instead of playing games with me. Because a heartbreak will hurt a lot uh, at the start, but it'll go away over time. But being kept at arm's length hurts the same way all the time. I'm kind of getting sick of these charades that are um, that are being played between her and me, and uh, seeing that I have nothing to lose anymore, I'm going all in. I feel like this person was almost 
like they they almost are good at this. He was he like, was like on the right track, and yeah, then just, and then he like, just wildly went like just it's like that meme where it's like the car like yeah. veering off off. The, it's yeah, like he's like you know what I I fucked up. I get it, and I think I need to move on. Cool, this is great. And yeah. even like I love when he's describing like why he likes her. Aside from the fact that he's just a word wizard, he's he, they're all pretty good stuff. Like, yeah, you know, smart, affectionate, like caring, nice person. He's not just like, she got uh, them bomb-ass knees. He, um, he didn't say affectionate. Sorry, attentionate. Yeah. Um, but but then it gets a little weird. And yeah. also, what, what does he mean he's going all in? What's he doing? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. Like, also, like... It's the, not their responsibility to... Break your heart? Cater to your needs. Like... I, again, we don't have the context of like what trauma she's been through and how you push the yeah, boundaries. Yeah, that's another thing that sounds like ultra questionable. Yeah, like he he makes it seem like it's not that big of a deal, but being like, I get it, like I understand, blah blah. But like, also, what kind of fucking prying into her past trauma were you doing? Because this sounds real bad. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like it it doesn't even say that he pushed her to like mm-hmm. reveal information. He says, "I was too curious about her past, which she wanted to forget." So it's like, did you like do some digging? Did yeah. Did you like look up? Did you ask her friends? Did you go? You know what I mean? Like what? Also, those are not good behaviors. Like if somebody doesn't want to like tell you about their past, yeah. And you're just like, no, you got it. Like this. Mm. But the thing is, it's funny because the way they word it, they make themselves seem really reasonable. Well, yeah. And, like the, the you next kind thing of almost slip by. Is uh, I hurt her, and I'm perfectly aware of the fact, or aware of that mm-hmm. fact, uh, and I regret, I regret it a lot. So it's like. Yeah, you yeah. almost forget that there's probably real questionable shit going on here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can't just be like, yo, break my heart. Like, yeah. What? How How did they do that? And also, like, he's like these charades and like the blah, blah, blah. And it seems pretty clear. That, yeah, yeah. you you crossed the line and she's now put Doesn't her want... walls up. And, and like maybe you guys are still hanging out. It seems like you kind of still are mm-hmm. like friends. But, but like, it also seems like... But you've betrayed her trust and now you've been like dropped down a few pegs on the yeah. friend ladder because you fucked up whatever you did mm-hmm. obviously you crossed a line that she wasn't comfortable yeah. with you crossing and like it's it's not a charade it's not it's no, not it, still it this cat like and mouse of attraction clear. yeah like if if there might have been like a romantic uh attraction even, between yeah. you two and, and like it's not anymore but like just because you're still on that level you still think of her as a romantic or like mm-hmm. prospect uh it, it sounds like she doesn't and it's yeah. not her responsibility to make that clear to you you know what I mean? Like even you, though it already sounds like she has, yeah. It, like oh, it's, it's not her responsibility to catalyze your mm-hmm. change. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's not her responsibility to quote unquote break your heart mm-hmm. because he, it sounds like she's already taken action. Yeah. to remove you. Yeah, from from the area in which she can hurt you, and it's like this isn't about you. Yeah, but you know what's funny is like I think this person is just trying to be real sly, right? Because, as you said, he's been taken out of, like, the area where breaking his heart would be a thing because they're very distinctly not together. Yeah. So he's like, oh, but to break my heart, we got to get together. Oh. Man, you got to... But mean, like maybe that's what he means by going all in. Well, that's the thing. Is like, imagine, like, you're dating someone after a month, things end. Is your heart broken? No. You got to commit it, like, three years. Right? Mm-hmm. She has to date him for at least three years. And then... And that's the thing. He's hoping he'll change her mind in that time because you don't break someone's heart after the first month she's gonna she's gonna have to go all in to get to the point where she's gonna be able to break his heart and by then she's she's hoping that they've got a kid and a house and she's not gonna want to yeah maybe 
Uh, either way, it's <laughs> this is baffling. Move on. Like, yeah, get, it, like you, if you require the, I don't know, like permission to move on. I don't know. I don't know what you're looking for. But yeah. again, it's it's not her responsibility. It's mm-hmm. no one's responsibility to kick your ass and be like, hey, like, yeah, get over this bullshit. Also, this is. You seem very well aware of like it's not like I love how you're framing this question as if uh, you're unaware of the situation when you clearly state in the question yeah. that you know what the situation is. So like, what does she do to further? Yeah, I like, would love does to she know have to say like, it again. Does the, she have to be meaner? I'd love to know what like the charades are. Is it just like when you guys see each other in the halls yeah, or like, whatever? Oh, hey, how are you? Yeah, it's just sort of like, uh, hey, how are you? Yeah, uh, and then like move on, like because that's. That's just being cordial. Yeah, that's and that's being like, general hey, I recognize that we were once friends, mm-hmm. and well, maybe I don't hate you. It's just I don't yeah. want to be your friend anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's like someone being polite. That's to you not a love game. No. That's, that's not her playing sneaky, you know, manipulation things. It's like it. It seems very, very clear what the yeah. situation is. And In fact, this person sounds really manipulative because yeah. they keep phrasing everything they do as being so on level and like right and you know. But then they're saying some wild shit that makes no sense. Yeah, uh, just get the like you don't need that. That's the best thing about moving on is you don't need that person at all in the process. Arguably, it goes better without them. Yeah, and then like, look, if you require some closure, maybe like that's fine too. You can approach them and be like, "Hey, look, I fucked up. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. I still have a lot of feelings for you. Um, is there any way we can yeah. we can repair if, this? If is there you, any way I can make this up to you? It's yeah. like that's that's fine too. But to go in and be like, I fucked up." Break my heart. Yeah, it's Yo, just straight up, you, girl, right here, right now. On them, yeah. It's, it's like now it's their responsibility to either fix to you. fix the situation mm-hmm. or, or they're the bad guy for not doing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Wild. And that's not what it is. It's like either you go and apologize and attempt to make, uh, you know, a a way to repair the the situation, yeah. or you apologize and say, "I'm really sorry. Um, I know I hurt you." Mm-hmm. I, I wish I could take it back, but I can't, yeah. but I'll leave you alone. And also, Those are your options. if you do go and try and, like, have this chat with them, like, get the picture real quick and don't turn it into this really shitty thing where you're not leaving. Like, if they say, cool, but whatever, like, respect those fucking wishes and get out of their face. Yeah, this is the thing. And it's like, you it, can't then, yeah, like, just it, don't it's over... It's not your job to change their mind. No. You know what I mean? If, if they're open to it, great. Yeah, if you just want to, like, clear things up, which... You probably shouldn't, in like, unless you know what I mean. I'm sure a lot of people think that like they need to clear things up, and people haven't been clear when they already have been. Yeah. But like, if it's a situation, sure, fuck it. But like, be respectful and be conscious that like they don't owe you shit. Yeah. You know, they they can say what they want or not, and you need yeah, to just respect your those wishes and get the fuck on with your life. The only thing that seems to be owed is maybe an apology from you. Yeah. Um. And also, don't be weird about people's pasts, like. Yeah, this is people the thing. share it, what they want to. It's we talk about consent a lot, but like there are, it's not just a sexual thing. It is also a if someone says they they don't want to discuss something or get into something or they don't want you to be a part of a, a, a something in their life, that's their wishes, and it's not your responsibility to take it upon yourself to change it. It was like the girl with the fucking halal meat. It's like no, yeah, you, no. if someone says they don't want to do something or they don't want you to be a part of something. It doesn't give you the right to go behind their backs and then, like, forcibly insert yourself yeah. into those things. There's a reason they don't want you there. And it's... Mm-hmm. And it, the it reason might be doesn't something necessarily that, matter because if you care about them, you'll care about... Yeah. The things the that are important The boundaries they're yeah. setting up. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, like, maybe eventually they'll bring mm-hmm. you into that. 
And maybe yeah. they won't. Maybe there's a good reason why they do not bring mm-hmm. things up because they shut that chapter. And also, they don't know you shit. So, yeah. there are some things that people like don't need to revisit, mm-hmm. especially not to sate your curiosity. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, you're just curious about something that could be a, a lot more. Like, it could be very harmful, very yeah. upsetting, very you don't know dangerous what they for them. Had to it could be anything. Through. So you're you just being like, ooh, I wonder. Yeah. That doesn't trump that shit. Yeah. You know? No, no, no. I mean, it, it could literally be like undoing yeah. years and years of therapy and mm. and progress for yeah. you to reopen that wound. Yeah. Um, so be respectful. Yeah. Boundaries, people. Boundaries. Speaking of boundaries. Uh-oh. Ready for this one? It's a yeah. little long, but it's it's fucking wild. So this is by Reddit user Vahousemouse. Uh, found out my boyfriend made copies of my keys. So I've been dating a guy for six, seven months, uh, and it's become what I think is serious territory, us meeting each other's close friends and families, but I recently discovered something that's made me uncomfortable. Tonight we were over at my apartment, he got into the shower, but forgot his shower stuff out in his car, asked me to run out and get it. So I do, but as I unlock his car, I notice on his key ring, two new keys with pink keycaps on them with a K written on them. My first name begins with K, so I got suspicious, uh, tried them, and sure enough, they were a copied set of keys to both locks. We never discussed giving keys to each other. He, never, he had never mentioned to me getting copies, and I had no idea that he had my when he had ever had my keys in order to even make copies. Pretty disturbed by it, and when he got out of the shower, I asked about it. He got immediately defensive and said, we're at each other's apartments all the time. What's the big deal? And it was for my safety and his. When I asked why he never said anything and then asked when he even got the chance to do it, he said he copied them about three or four months back. When he borrowed my car to run to the store, and he never mentioned because it, it was a spur-of-the-moment thing, and he just saw a key copier and thought, oh, well, I'm here anyway, I should do that now. We just recently became serious serious in the last month or so, so I'm pretty weirded out they copied them three months ago. The more I pressed, the more defensive he got, and honestly made me feel like I was crazy to be upset over it. He said, in his mind, we've been serious the whole time. I'm just really confused. I feel like it's a huge red flag. I really do like him. I'd say even I've fallen in love with him. Up until this moment, we've never had a big fight. We get along great, share the same goals and interests and our attractions to each other, and sex life is off the chain. But this has shook me to the core. Sorry if this sounds dramatic, but I feel like this is, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, ooh, she says there's times she's come home and felt like someone has been there, but she doesn't know if that's her mind going into overdrive because she found this out or what. Yeah. Anyway, we had a big fight. He's going to talk to me tomorrow. He left and said he'll talk to her, her once she calms down. Ugh. And looking for advice. At any point, did they mention that he gave the keys back? He did not. I mean, that would be my first thing. It'd be like... A person like that, I don't trust that even if they gave them to you, they wouldn't have backup copies. True. Um, I think that's fucked. Like, giving or exchanging keys or whatever is like a really big deal. And it, yeah, it's 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 almost like a like a ritual in sort of like a progression of mm-hmm. a relationship. Yeah, but like in in so many ways like giving someone your trust like getting to that point and blah 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 blah. It's definitely not something you can just do at all. No. This is not your fucking choice and like, I love how he says it's for your safety and mine or whatever, but he never gave her copies to his place. Yeah. So it's purely an ownership, creepy, possessive thing. Um, yeah. I think people really need to respect people's boundaries. Yeah. And, and like, they're, it, it's tough to, like, you have to know these things aren't okay. Like, there's got to yeah. be a part of you that, like, realizes that, like, this 
there's there are societal norms and some of them like we need to break and some of them that we need to mm-hmm. uh accept and sort of like yeah. hang on to like things like baseline privacy yes yeah. you know that's yeah it's it's one of those rare societal norms that like we need to respect and be like, yeah, yeah, no, when people want us to have access to their homes, they will give us access to their homes. Mm-hmm. And it's not one of those things where we can be out fucking getting tomatoes and yeah. being like, hey, you know what? Yeah. 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 That's, that's wild. And also like the fact that you never mentioned it to someone or brought it up again. And like, you know, it all seems like you knew it wasn't okay. Yeah, I, mean, and I, d- I don't think there's ever a point. I don't think after three years you can be like, eh, I'm just here. I can do it without their permission. Yeah, it's... It's, it's never okay. No, it's one of those things where, like, you absolutely need permission mm-hmm. to make copies of keys mm-hmm. to someone's personal home. And, I don't think and you should even ask. Yeah, it's... Yeah, no, no, no. And, like, there might be a time where, you know what I mean, where you guys are, like, spending so much time together, mm-hmm. whatever, and it's just one of those things where it's, like, maybe be like, hey, should we... Should we swap keys? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because it might be one of those things where it's like, I'm, you know, walking, like, I'm going yeah, home to check on yeah. your dog enough times mm-hmm. that, like, it doesn't make any sense for and me even to, like, then, come to your work to get your keys, to go to your place. It's like... Um, and then swapping is a big part of that. It's not yeah. just give me keys to your place. Yeah. That's terrifying. Um, It's... It isn't bad news. Ooh, do you want to know what the developments are? I guess. Because there's more bad news coming your way. Oh, no. So, a lot of people... So people started, like, commenting, being like, abort. Like, this is the worst. Uh, I've had people do this before. And it's, like, grade A, possessive, like, terrifying behavior. Also look for these things because if they're that possessive and creepy, there's it's not going to stop there. So, like, check for cameras, check for, like, you know, a lot of other stuff, including, um, like, apps you didn't install on your right. phone, um, backdoors into your social media, and when she started looking, she found he'd installed like a friend finder on her phone that had him listed and he could see where he was, she was at any point. Um, he had added his email to all the recovery passwords to Facebook, email, um, like everything. Uh, again, she doesn't know when he had the time to be on her laptop to do all this, but it was probably when she wasn't home. Yeah, or even that, just like in the shower. But yeah, like if he has access to yeah. your house. Mm-hmm. And she says that I, like things she'd never questioned before like one night she went out with her brother and he seemed upset that like they were having a night out without him and then they bumped into him at a bar and he was like oh this is crazy what a coincidence hmm. um so yeah the story got really scary real fast um and i think you gotta change your locks when a hundred percent change your locks immediately um, um like yeah because i don't think you can just trust someone like that to give you back those keys they have another pair yeah yeah and I would change uh, it before you tell him. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, make sure you change the locks, and then maybe do the breakup in a public place. Yeah, or As, over the phone. Yeah, you know, and um, delete all the apps, and change your emails, and lock that boy out. Yeah, yeah. Oof, that's scary. It is scary. Yeah. Please be safe. Yeah. And good luck. This comes from Reddit user The Dark Sing Rises. Uh, was leaving a note on a girl's desk an okay move? Background, I'm a 23-year-old Indian male working in IT for printers. This just started yesterday. I had a call from oh, a no. user yesterday and uh, about an issue. I could tell from her voice she was around my age. My age. Uh, I drive over to their building, um, which is just a little down the street. I looked for her when I walked in, and we both looked at each other and realized we're both Indian. 
And around the same age, her workplace mostly has older white people. The worst. (laughs) Right. I asked her about the printer and where it was. She showed me... um, I'm going to skip a lot of this because it has a lot to do with the printer. (laughs) Um, Essentially, like, there was very minimal... Yeah, like I, I like how them. he states, like, I asked where the printer was and she showed me as if, like, we need to know that because we figured when you're going to go fix the fucking printer yeah. that that might happen, which worries me because it seems like they're looking into small details and being like, well, she showed me the printer, so I got a chance. Um, so the whole thing was uh, she hung around while he was fixing it, mm-hmm. um, despite the fact that he was like, hey, do you do you need, like... I could, I got this. Yeah. Um, but she hung around, like, kind of acted. She didn't make eye contact. She was playing with her hair. Seemed nervous. Um, then uh, they talked again on the phone about some other shit. Um, he went back to the the place at one point uh, to do the finalize the repairs. Um, but she was in a meeting. Like the whole staff was like upstairs mm-hmm. in a meeting. Um, so after I finished my work, I decided to leave a note on her desk. The note read, "Hi, it's name mm-hmm. the printer guy. I think you're pretty cute. Text me at phone number if you want to kick it." Did I fuck up? Was a note like that a stupid idea? My handwriting wasn't the best, but it was legible. Could that be a turnoff at all? Obviously, tons of thoughts are running through my head. Could use some outside perspective. You say he started work yesterday? No, it, they, like this started, like he met her yesterday. Oh, so it's not I like was like, no, nah, you can't. You can't. <laughs> it's your second day, bud. Um, um, so the whole, some more backstory I got from the comments was uh, they work for the same company. Yeah. Um, He's sort of like the IT for like the various buildings that this company owns. Yeah. I think if you work for the same company and this person is cool, you don't need to leave them a note the very first time you meet them. Yeah. I think it's probably likely you'll see them around and you can They don't work in the same building though. True, but I'm sure like I used to work IT and you go out to these places like every fucking day. Yeah. There's always at least one person per office who's an idiot and will call you every day and there's also just legitimate problems like it's doubtful to me that he won't be back there a bunch of times but is it weirder if like if he's going to these buildings and like say she's on the third floor Mm -hmm. like the likelihood of going back to the third floor you know what I mean is it it weirder to like keep popping into her workplace Mm -hmm. without an established sort of relationship yeah I guess that that all depends on like the setup of the place and how big it is and whatever like it could be a small office where like he could just be like oh hey what's up yeah exactly I don't know I feel like it's a little overbearing just be like boom note especially when you're saying they're cute yeah you know it's it's tough because like I don't think it's a bad idea you know what I mean especially like what's good is that you're not like threatening and overbearing and like up in someone's face like a note is very passive and you're gone yeah um so yeah, like they if, really don't have to deal with it yeah if they're uncomfortable it's a crumple and a toss away um but it might then be awkward the next time they you need their printer fixed yeah um you know so this is the trouble with like any sort of workplace romance yeah especially when like it's one thing if if you guys all go out for drinks afterwards and like there's a very visible sort of like spark in chemistry mm-hmm. like you're a little safer to sort of pursue that if you wanted to yeah because there's like, less to sort obligation of, and then also like there, there's really there was really no indication that there was any vibing mm-hmm. happening well, well, you know that's what I mean the thing is like a lot of people feel like it's rude to just be like oh you're here you're doing my shit bye yeah. like so hanging around is just seen as like a, a politeness right um yeah I mean like really the only sort of like 
common denominator here is like you're of around the same age and you're both Indian. Yeah. Like it seems like like that you kind of need a little bit more you juice. A, yeah. To to go on and, and that's an attraction. Thing, like, I think it's it's not the most harmful thing. Obviously, like it seems like the note was polite enough. Um, yeah. I do feel like it's very obviously like I want to get down. Um, well, I mean, he does say if you want to kick it. I would maybe yeah, <laughs> rethink he was, phrasing. Yeah, I feel like that was him trying to be a super cash. Yeah. Um, but like calling somebody cute, it's very clear. Like he could have been like, oh, hey, like it's fun talking to you. Like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I do think you got to like, I don't know. I, I think it's a little much first time with no real reason to think that it's going to go anywhere else when you fucking work together. Yeah, and it's also important to, like, to consider from her aspect of being, like, she's just doing her damn job. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She's literally working. Her printer got fucked up, and she needed it fixed. She didn't... She's not on a dating site. She's not looking for someone to... Like, Mm -hmm. for all you know, she has a boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like, like, now she's never going to want her printer fixed again. Exactly. And it's just one of those things where it's like, she does... Like, she... Just because she exists and is a woman Mm -hmm. who you find attractive and is sort of like in your age range or whatever, like, it doesn't open her up to romantic possibility. Like, you you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, maybe she's not into dudes. Maybe she's got a boyfriend. Maybe she's got a husband. Maybe she's just got a... You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's any number of things that... That exists yeah, and in it, the real world that like it sucks to not be able to escape the fact that you're like a girl and who's you yeah. know whatever amount of attractive or like I'm sure this happens to her all the fucking time where like gets a coffee and someone's like, Hey, well blah 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 you're at work and hey and it, like That's the thing, it's it like, and sucks. it's also like the least sexy thing. It's like yeah. my printer is broken. <laughs> like this isn't fucking a John Cusack movie where we're now going to fall. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, my printer's just fucked mm-hmm. and I need to print these goddamn, you yeah. know, forms. Yeah, I would, I would give it some time, man, especially when you work together. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure you have, I mean, I guess waiting for like a Christmas party or something might be, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where you just sort of have to maybe just even just cut your losses. I mean, when I was single, there was tons of times where oh, yeah. I'd run across women and mm-hmm. like, I, I would be very attracted to them. Yeah, and like, but like even he, if we share like a little, you know, back and forth on the subway, uh, yeah, or like whatever, in the park or at work, even. Sometimes like, you just have to sort of be like, if it is, it is. And, yeah, and if it and if it doesn't come from anything, like it's not the it. end of the world. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of other fish out in the sea. Yeah, you you kind of have to respect people's spaces and and understand that this is like she comes here every day to yeah. do a job, and that job isn't to be hit on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think uh, you just, you gotta really, like, have a reason, and those reasons do not include, well, we're kind of the same age. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm gonna go with no on that one. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think it was on the level. I think when you work together, you gotta be, like, really careful. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, like, in the worst case scenario, she takes that to HR, and you're in, a, like, a bunch of trouble. True, You know also, what I mean? Right? And it's like, and I know there was no sort of, like, malice behind it. It's not like... It was yeah. a crude or a lewd note. It was it was pretty what I would consider harmless, but at the same time, it's like it's more than enough. And I totally understand someone who you doesn't feel comfortable. It, mm. Is that bandit like Beckham reference? Is it? I don't know. Could be racist. That's all I'm saying. To himself, he's also Indian. So, I guess. <laughs> uh, Is it feminist then? Kick it because like the World Cup just happened, and like he's trying to make a fucking joke. Yeah, just being like I'm I'm paid asshole. more than you. For the same job. Uh, what you really gotta do though is 
don't fix the printer. Or you sabotage go, the printer. And you're like, huh? I don't know what happened. Then you come back every day. Yeah. And then you don't need to leave alone. Now load, it's a John Cusack Because you get to be like, yo, we don't even need We're kicking it right now. Yeah, or like maybe get like a man on the inside, maybe like a an older, Put a camera in the sassy printer. white dude who's just like, you know, he he's looking to spice up his 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 morning office routine and be like, look, Harold, mm-hmm. I need you to fuck that printer up because look, people will believe if you fuck this shit up. If they see me, the tech yeah. guy who's supposed to fixing printers, comes in and like, oh, I can't figure it. It's like All I lose I my job because I'm useless. Harold doing the scene from Office Space. Yeah, well, I mean, just fuck that. But printer. here's the thing: is like in this movie. He's literally just using the printer mm-hmm. and doesn't know how to fit, like use it and fucks it up. So he's and, like Kevin from The Office. Yes. Yes. Um, and yeah, so now you've got a man on the inside yeah. who's who's like, you know, just useless at printers, yeah. but also is helping you out. So mm-hmm. now you're coming in. To be fair, there's probably a Barbara who's a better bet and you probably don't even need to enlist her because she does not know how that machine works. I mean, I'm going to guess that like 90% of the old white people probably don't know how to use this printer. It's fair. Um, but at least if you like, if you know... If you know it's fucked up, yeah. if you have a boy on the inside or a girl on the inside, they can call you. Mm-hmm. Don't don't give do them. any of these things. <laughs> I, I feel bad even saying them given the, <laughs> the last three questions we've done. It's all about respect this week. It is. It's all about boundaries. Boundaries. Uh, my 20... Oh, this is... Blah, blah, blah. Whoa. Yeah, this is by user Erythrosite. They say, my 20-year-old female boyfriend, 21-year-old male... Wouldn't pay for my meal when I forgot my wallet. Basically the title. Usually on dates, we split the bill. I don't really care. Like, in the past, I've paid for the full bill. My ex would pay for the bill other times. Like, we go back and forth. My current boyfriend wants us to each pay for what we ordered. From the first date, he said that's how he likes to do things. I was fine with it. I didn't really care if he wouldn't pay for me. Paying on a date is sweet to me, and I like it, but I have my own job, so it's whatever. I figured maybe he doesn't have a ton of money and can only cover his own bill. Anyway, I didn't really have a problem with it. Went out to some random spot, like a local Chipotle. Tastes way better, though. So went down the line, and he got his own meal. I ordered mine, and then when I went into my bag, I realized I forgot my wallet at my house. I told him I forgot it by accident. I thought he'd offer to pay, and I'd pay him back, but he was like, oh, that sucks, and sat down to eat. I was just like, what the fuck? And the guy standing behind me in the line paid for my food, and I paid him back through a cash app. After we ate, I lied, said my mom needed me to come home for something, and our date was cut short since we were supposed to go shopping in the city. How messed up is that? Like, why is he so cheap? A random stranger paid for me, and he wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm torn up. Like, here, here's the way I look at Funny it. Funny Dane like, thinks it's great. I mean, yeah, it's like, it's it's kind of funny. It's it, it's also kind of fucked up, but it's also, you know, if this guy's living paycheck to paycheck and he can't afford it. But I mean, like, if she's gonna pay you back, also, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where literally like, no reason, unless you only had the eight dollars and sixty cents to cover that yeah. one, and even then, you've probably got a credit card. Put it, it on that; she'll give you that eight sixty, and you'll be good. Yeah, it's it's one of those like everything's a give and take in a relationship, yeah. and if you aren't willing to be like, oh, I'm gonna help you out, mm-hmm. especially like it would be one thing if this was like a common thing. Like, yeah, every like, time you guys go out to eat, it's like. Oh, no, I forgot my wallet Oops. again. Oops. I will say, first day with my current girlfriend, I almost showed up with no wallet. Because nice. I don't know how, but I was like a quarter of the way there on my bike. And I was like, wait a minute. And I didn't have it. And I was like, shit, do I bolt home, uphill, get really sweaty and maybe be late, but can actually pay? Because I can't show up with no wallet. And I was like, it would be really funny, though. And I was like, can I get it 
can I get to Dane's house before? And like, cause you were still down in, uh, like South. Yeah. So I was like, can I get there and get a land of money? Cause I know you would within fucking mm-hmm. click of a finger. You'd be like, yeah, whatever. I was like, well, that work. I went home. I still made it before she did. So it was okay. Nice. But that would have been real funny how things might've changed. Yeah. I don't even know what it was halfway there that like I twigged that I didn't have it. That would have sucked. It would have sucked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's... I feel like if you respect anybody at all, you would have their back on this. Yeah, and it's like, you're just going to make her go hungry? Like, what? Like the plan was to then go out shopping. It's like, clearly you guys went to eat because you needed food. Yeah. And you're just going to be like, hey, fuck you. Yeah, go hungry. Yeah, I guess you're going hungry yeah, today. That sucks. It's such a dick move. Dump this person. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or, or like, have a word with him and be like, yo, this really hurt me. And if... He has some kind of reasonable explanation. Like, maybe he was like, oh, I, I don't know. Like, maybe by the time he was considering doing it, the guy behind you had already offered, and he was like, okay, whatever, it's done. Maybe in his mind he was going to, and you didn't know that because he didn't get there. I don't know how quickly this all happened, but, like, yeah, it still seems like he would have had reasonable time if the guy behind you was spurred on to do it. I don't know. Either way, date him. Yeah. It sounds nice. Well, I mean, this is the thing. It's like, if you guys, have, if he's already laid it out and been like, hey, I kind of prefer to pay for my own thing, mm-hmm. you pay for your own thing. Which is fine. And, and you guys have done this multiple times. Like, you've established that, like, you're fine with this. Yeah. It's, it's not like you, it doesn't seem like you put up a fight. It seems like you're just like, all right, cool. If that's yeah. the way you want to roll. And that's cool. There's that's nothing fine. wrong with that. But this isn't that. No. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, you've, you've established that you are on board with whatever his preferences are for paying. Yeah. So it's not like she's ever seemingly taken advantage of yeah, him or it's not sort like of it's like, a ploy to be yeah. like I'll get him back yeah. to that pay for me life yeah it's uh, it just seems like for whatever reason he's got his hang ups about money which is you know what I mean like, if you want to pursue a relationship finances are one of the biggest things couples fight over mm-hmm. um, so it might be worth sort of like airing the airing the laundry out and being like look this kind of sucked I was like, if that guy didn't pay for me, I would have gone an entire date without food. What I would love to know is, like, imagine you're at a sit-down fucking restaurant. And, like, the bill came. You've already gotten your food and eaten. And you're like, oh, shit, I don't my wallet. Would he also just be like, whoa, sucks. Yeah. I'm leaving. I don't I guess, know. I guess you're a criminal with now. the police or yeah. the dishwasher, but yeah, let me know how it works out. Bye. It'd be interesting. Frederick out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how like, that would all shake out. Yeah. Thank God it was, you know... Yeah, like a fast food place, place, yeah. I mean, maybe that's... I don't know. Also, it would have been more money. You suck. You do suck. Yeah. Take care of each other. Yeah. And I understand, times are tight, but take care of each other. They'll they'll pay you back. This comes from Reddit user Santa Stark is a babe. Hopefully this is a new user. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Girlfriend started crying very hard after trying bondage for the first time, and it scared me. So basically last night, my girlfriend and I, both uh, 20-year-old, male and female, um, started getting frisky, and she said she wanted to be tied up. We had talked about it a little before and had a safe word and everything, but this was the first time we were actually trying it. So I tied her wrists together and tied them to the headboard so she couldn't move her arms at all. Uh, She was super into it and started getting very turned on, so I thought everything was all good. Then I went down on her, but uh, really teased her for a while before I brought her to orgasm. This is where it all went downhill. As soon as she came, she started crying. But it wasn't just light crying, she was really bawling her eyes out. I got really scared, and I just untied her right away and held her for a while. 
but needless to say, that was the end of Sexy Times for the night. We talked uh, We talked later, and she said that she thought maybe it was an anxiety attack or something, but it never happened to her before. I'm not the most experienced in sex, and this was the first time I'd done anything with bondage before, so I'm just worried that I did something wrong. If anyone could give me advice, uh, because currently I feel awful about it. That's not fun. I'm going to... From what we've heard, that sounds like he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, no, I mean, like, he... You didn't press it, you mm -hmm. took care of her afterwards, you guys talked about it afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did a little bit of research... And there is uh, a thing that happens called the sub drop or top drop, um, which is sort of like when... Rain drop. Top drop. Yeah, it is a... Sub drop. Migo? I don't know who sings that song. Um, It's a a thing where like when sort of the the emotion of everything just kind of like comes crashing down on people Mm -hmm. and it's very common in... BDSM mm-hmm. uh, and it's 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 super common and it's and it's very it's almost like healthy and cathartic in the way that it's it's a release mm-hmm. um, and it usually comes paired with orgasm mm-hmm. um, and it's it's something to talk about and, and agree mm-hmm. and like aftercare is is so important in this sort of process which he Seems fucking so done, did yeah. um, and it's and it's all about sort of like um, it's not so much anxiety it's just sort of like just everything coming undone because bondage requires a lot of trust. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a a healthy BDSM relationship requires a lot of trust and a lot of sort of communication. And that tends to like break down walls that people Mm -hmm. didn't really know about. Yeah. Um, And, and you might've inadvertently sort of like cracked a, cracked a hole in the dam and, and you know, it all came flooding out and it's, it might happen again. It might not happen again. So I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say this should discourage you. Mm -hmm. I I think like, Talking, which again seems to be doing, yeah. and trusting your partner seem to be very important things in this scenario. Where like if you talk to them and they want to do it again, yeah, I assume like they want to do it again. Like you don't have to second guess it, and uh, you don't have to feel bad. Like there's no kind of like hidden agenda here, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um. So like don't don't feel guilty. Don't feel whatever. Like if it's a thing that's either one, just like what Dan said, a thing that just kind of happened, or whether it's something they're dealing with privately that they don't want to discuss, that's up to them. If they're asking you for something and, you know, you kind of got to trust them. Because they might, if you then start to not, like, if they're like, oh, let's do it again, you're like, oh, I don't know. And you make it, like, more of a big deal, they could then feel really bad about it. And, like, you know, if they say they're okay, trust them. If they say it's no bigger issue that they're aware of, trust them. They want to do it again, trust them. Do it. And, like, maybe you guys... Need to just sort of like take it down or wrong, and instead of because like when you're teased her too when you're much. tied and can't move, like maybe just tie her hands together mm-hmm. so she still has mobility and can still sort of like move yeah, her hands up and down, as but not yeah entirely restrained. Like there's uh, again we don't know trauma that she's gone through or whatever, but like mm-hmm. being pinned down is a very visceral thing and and, and a trigger for a lot of women. Mm-hmm. Um, even if like nothing, if they've never experienced any sort of sexual violence, it's still sort of like a mental thing of like having some realizing how powerless you are can be a very triggering experience. Um, and knowing that like, oh, if you wanted to hurt me, you could mm-hmm. like, I, I can feel that right now. And that whether it happens subconsciously or, or you're, you know, actually aware of it, that, that can fuck you up. Yeah. Um, so it's, and it's, and that's another thing that like a lot of people kind of figure out. It's like, um, despite the fact that they enjoy being submissive, um, that's their choice. And sort of the realization that if 
if someone wanted to do it against their choice, they would still be able to. Yeah. Um, and that's that's a scary thing. So, like, maybe keep a little bit more mobility and a little bit more range of motion mm-hmm. so that, like, there isn't that sort of panic and anxiety. Yeah, especially, like, while she's getting used to it, right? Or yeah. while you're both getting used to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, maybe turn it around. Like, maybe maybe take turns as, as the dom and the sub, mm-hmm. um, depending on, like, if that fits your personalities. Because, like, some people might just yeah, have absolutely no interest in being the dom or the sub. Yeah. It'd be um, fun to shake it up. Yeah, and and especially if it is one of those things where it was a, a moment of uh, that feeling of powerlessness, um, it might be empowering to yeah be the one to to cuff you to the headboard, clay you into the mattress. Yeah, um, but you guys seem to be good. You're you're taking care of each other, and that's uh, a nice change, especially in this episode where a lot of people are not taking care of each other. Um, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Keep your com- communication and keep taking care of each other, and that's. It's going to sort itself out. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of people not being very good to each no, other. No. This is by user hate my life right now. Oh, 11. no. Uh, my pregnant wife blames her infidelity on pregnancy hormones. What am I supposed to do with a baby on the way? Summarize it pretty much. For the last three months, my life has been a living hell. My wife used her pregnancy to defend making my life hell. Alongside the constant stream of demands during the day, almost every night for the last three months, she wakes me up in the middle of the night to demand I make slash buy her something she's craving. If I'm lucky, it's something we have at home. Often I find myself making 3 a.m. drives to 24-hour gas stations or McDonald's despite starting work at 7.30. This even included making me fly from Wellington to Auckland to get her a stupid bloody giant Big Mac cookie because the store doesn't ship them to Wellington. She literally badgered me for a week before I finally relented, bought a plane ticket to get the damn thing. God damn. Yeah. Anyway, sorry for the rambling to the point of my problem. I found she's been sexting guys she met on Tinder. This all started after she got pregnant, and she's blaming pregnancy hormones for making her feel insecure, slash horny, etc. And those excuses are probably bullshit, but fuck, I'm a guy, I have no idea about this sort of stuff. If she wasn't pregnant, I'd leave her, but she is, we have a kid on the way, I feel a moral obligation to make this work. The relationship was so much better before she got pregnant, so maybe she's telling the truth. Fuck me, I'm rambling again. How the hell am I supposed to fix this relationship when my wife is an emotional train wreck and uses pregnancy hormones whenever I try to make her see this? Oh, man. This is a tough one. I hate one so that like I actually had a, a really intense question, but I like I hate when there's kids involved because yeah. I feel like I'm like yeah you can't I'm, I don't ever want to be like yep bye yeah um, but like I think we can agree on some things which is that's an bullshit excuse yeah like it's I mean like you know. I understand that hormones can make you do some wild fucking things I understand that yeah, but, but you, also, you also still have free will yes and like. You don't get to just, like, carte blanche. Also, I'm, like, (laughs) pretty much every comment is a woman being like, I've been pregnant, and, like, if you're that horny, that's why you have a vibrator. And also, you don't, like, infidelity isn't a side effect. Yeah. You know? I mean, this thing is, like, I know, they're like, like a lot of my friends right now are having kids, Mm -hmm. and as far as I know, they've all managed to keep themselves faithful and yeah, you know what I mean like still being a decent person yeah like no one no one has like I, again the the extent of my stories is like I hear are again I don't have the the inside scoop of everything but it's just like yeah they were craving like yeah. they wanted pickles and peanut yeah. butter they and they wanted this ad with the goat on yeah them. um none of them I don't I, I just feel like there are People have been pregnant for a very long time. Yeah. And this isn't, like, this isn't a common thing. No. It's not like everyone's like, oh, oh here comes the pregnant cheating. Shit. She's, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what trimester are you in now? The one where I got railed by random dudes? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because, like, I would imagine there would already be a Tinder app 
specifically for pregnant women. Yeah, there probably is. Yeah, there probably is. Um, but yeah, no, this like they're just this woman is using her pregnancy as an excuse to get away with whatever she wants. Which is not okay. And it also is a real good sort of foreshadowing at what yeah. motherhood is probably going to be like with her or like parenthood with her is going to be. It's probably going to be a lot of like, you don't, you're not home with the kid mm-hmm. all the time. And like, uh, you're at work and I'm, and I'm tired. I gave and I birth deserve to this, this kid. Yeah. And it's like, what'd you do? Like at what time, like when does, when does her actions reap consequences? Like yeah. at what point in time? Cause like. Yeah, like moms work hard, and I'm—I mm-hmm. don't know what her situation is, whether she's working or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, it would be very like it would be very easy for you to be like, "Hey, I'm I'm exhausted, and you're making me do all this crazy yeah. shit, and you're cheating on me, mm-hmm. and you pushed me away." And it's like, is is that okay for him to then go cheat? You know it's, what I mean? Yeah. Like you you've given him enough like in quote no unquote reasons. Other situation would we even be? holding back from saying get the fuck out of there and dump yeah. this person um but i do think the first step is to know that this isn't okay like yeah. pregnancy hormones are a thing they have effects but they don't excuse whatever you want them to excuse yeah and like the guy in the question doesn't seem to realize this he actually says he doesn't so step one it's not okay yeah uh step two you need to let her know it's not okay it would be I, like women using PMS to sort of like mm-hmm. get carte blanche. It's like, yeah. or even the guys. The world like, would be fucking chaos if we were just like, oh, women are menstruating. Like, yeah, I like, guess I guess you can go do whatever. I've got a boner, my hormones. I'm horny, so yeah. I, that's why I'm cheating. It's like, yeah, the, of course people cheat because they're horny, but that's not excusing. Like, yeah, what doesn't make any sense. So realize it's not okay, and then tell her this is not okay. And if then she's like, well, fuck you, I'm out. Then, yeah, you've got your answer, bud. Yeah. And if maybe she realizes that you're not going to excuse everything because she has pregnancy hormones, maybe she'll get a little bit better. I don't know. Yeah. Because I think if someone thinks they can just get away with whatever they want, they'll they'll just keep going until they don't. Right? Yeah. You need to just straight up be like, you. Ha- yes, you are pregnant. And mm-hmm. yes, you are going through hormonal changes, but you still have free will. Yes. You are still making these choices. Like, mm-hmm. no one is making you do this. Yeah. The only person who is like taking part in this is you yeah and that's not okay yeah um and if you think it's okay if you think this excuses you it's like mm-hmm. i'm not comfortable with this relationship yeah and maybe even like counseling like couples counseling i yeah. don't think that can be a bad thing you know what i mean um because this this is not good or healthy or and it's terrifying with a baby on the way yeah this poor little fucking kid yeah you need to get all this shit sorted oh, and yeah. squared like mm-hmm. before that little life comes into the world because yeah. everything you to decide to fuck up yeah. on your own is going to have a very direct impact on yeah. another human being. And like before she gets into her murder trimester, like you don't want to, you know, Oh yeah. cause after infidelity, it's, it's, uh, what's the one where you vor. Yeah. Vor, <laughs> vor murder. And in between it's the one where you really like airplanes. Um, which I guess is good because she can fly herself to Auckland to get that fucking cookie. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't would, know how long that flight is, but I it would, seems like too long. It doesn't matter. Going through going through customs or yeah. going through, like, a, a fucking airport. It's at least two hours. I love Amanda with all my goddamn heart. And I will, I've definitely gone and, like, gotten food for her when she's wanted it. Mm-hmm. I would not get on a fucking plane. Humble brag. To get anything. For, if she was, like... 
oh, you know, Montreal's, like, I'm really craving mm-hmm. Montreal vegan smoked meat. Yeah. What the fuck? That's yeah, not I don't a know. thing. I was going to say Montreal smoked meat, but she wouldn't eat it. How do you know? She's pregnant. I mean, yeah, she's maybe. She's feeling all Maybe she's like, shit. yeah, fuck this vegan shit. Yeah. I'm going to eat something. Baby wants I want to eat something that's alive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's that's crazy. No, don't. Just this is so many bad news. Is, yeah. Ready for another? Yeah. Uh, this comes from uh, 28 Female. I had a dream my boyfriend walked home with another girl, and they were having fun putting berries in the soil. <coughs> my best friend told me he's going after someone else, and this girl from high school said I'd, I'll walk away if I were you. I think this is because he told me he's into white hipster chicks. This is the further details. Okay. He also told me he, the roses he got me, and the letter he wrote saying he loves me and will never cheat on me, can be lies. <laughs> he says I can hire a guy to kill him. <laughs> He told me he checks out other girls when I'm not around. Thick I'm actually bombs. having a bad time with him. He doesn't hug me from behind anymore. I feel like we're having sex. Uh, oh, sorry. I feel like when we're having sex, he uses me for pleasure, and I let him do that to me. Because I want to pleasure him. I feel sad with him. I'm guessing this is our girl who dreams of a thick blonde by the dirty pool. Oh, you better believe. Man, It's she, our girl, better betch. She has a very bizarre way with words and uh, ideas going from one to the other. So here's also, the her this dreams. Is, this is kind of a prequel. She hasn't gotten mycoplasma yet. Okay. Ooh. So are we deep diving to figure out how it happened in an attempt to solve... Oh, I've, I've got a journey planned for us. Oh, I can't wait. Um... So, obvious... <laughs> I mean, okay, can I just... Can I read this? Yes. I need, like... Oh, it's so good. Um, I love this guy who's like, hey, I'm into white hipster chicks, but also that letter I said, I won't cheat on you, it might be lies. Also, it's a fucking wild thing. Imagine if, like, I was just, like, I wrote Amanda a letter and it was just like, I it, it's like a roses and then it's got this, like, beautiful sort of, like, thick cardstock mm-hmm. card and you open it up and it just says, I won't cheat on you. Also, you can get a guy to kill me. <laughs> also, also, yeah, you, you can hire an assassin if you want. Yeah, like, if anybody gave me a card saying they won't cheat on me, I would assume it was lies. Oh my god, like, yeah. There's no- <laughs> if anyone was just like, if someone walked up to me and whispered in my ear and was just like, hey man, I'm not going to kill you, mm. I would get away from that did guy I, as far as I could. Did, I think I've said this on the podcast, the time I was in that ma- random man's woodworking shop, yeah. and he told me, and my girlfriend, he was not a serial killer. Yeah. I, I'm willing to bet that man is a serial killer. 100%. Like... Nobody says that. Yeah. Like, I don't walk into work and be like, I'm not going to steal. It's like, yeah. if I did, everyone would be like, let's watch him. Let's watch him all day. Yeah, like walking like, into a convenience store and yeah. be like, not going to take anything, guys. Yeah. Not going to steal a thing today. Day one in your job, you're like, I'm never going to I'm never gonna burn this place down. It's like, okay, like, get out, you arsonist. Yeah. Um, This is the best. It's, it's a wild... Also, what is the question? She says she's sad around him. Don't date him. This was posted in relationship advice. Can are there comments? Uh, I mean, probably. I want to see these beautiful, beautiful comments. A lot of them are what people are you attempting to actually provide advice, mm-hmm. and yeah. the other ones are just people being like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, I'm gonna say if you were sad around this person, it doesn't matter if you had a dream about them with berries or without berries. Don't date them. Yeah. Go go get happy. Yeah. Also, again, if someone tells you, 
that being like, I'm not going to cheat on you. But also, I could be lying about that. Yeah. What up? What up? I'm a mystery. Dump I'm a mystery. What am I doing? Yeah, like, nailed it. Also, be tall, dark, and mysterious. Also, also, hey, 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 hey. Can you send someone to kill me? <laughs> please. Please. Please kill me. Don't, you don't have to do it no, yourself. He, he, you can you can get a guy. You can send a guy to kill here's me. Here's the thing. He says he, he's not saying he wants to die. Oh. Because he maybe he just wants to fight an assassin. Maybe he's just to like... To be fair, have you not wanted to? Well, here's the thing. Like, no one ever knows if there's a hit on them. Rarely. Sometimes you figure it out. What if you put the hit on you? What if you call a hit on yourself? Mm-hmm. I'm... Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, now you're like... Now you're living... You're what living you hard mode. You're living real life. To kill themselves. Yeah. Will they do it? How much money are they getting? I'm sure there's a price. If yeah. they have a family, if they're like a family Aww. man, and they're like four million dollars to sad. kill yourself. Oh, oh no! And, oh God, we're doing it again. Oh no! Fuck! I meant. Oh, sorry, guys. I thought he'd just like shoot a sniper rifle that's so long it arcs around the world and hits him. Oh, because it's more like shoot, like putting a hit out on yourself than actually just what do you like mean, around the world. Sorry, it travels down the flat earth, and then it just turns around and comes back and is like, Thank you. what up, my bud? It's like a boom. you shoot a boomerang that's actually bullet-sized out of a really long run. Imagine if that, this whole episode is just the reveal that we're actually flat earthers. Uh, we're not, just a heads up. And if <laughs> you no are, that. you should send us a message. Try to convert, convert yeah. us. You can be our new segment. Um, Dump this boy. He makes you sad. Don't hire a man to kill him. You'll go to jail. Oh, wait. You know what? I take it all back. Uh, don't break up with this guy because I can see the future. And if you break up with this man, you will get mycoplasma. <laughs> we actually know the results of her future. So we can alter our advice. No, no, no. Well, yes. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. She'll get mycoplasma. Um, but also, has this guy's boss shown him his dick yet? Not yet. Oh, no. Well, actually, I don't know because it'll be the, a different it was guy. A past tense. Yeah. That she was talking about. Mm-hmm. So, like, it yeah. The, could be a different boy. Because we also think that the boss gave him mycoplasma, right? We have no idea. Oh, man. There's so much intrigue. Are you ready for some intrigue? Or are we finishing this one? What's going on? This isn't a question. <laughs> okay. This is our brand new segment Ooh. called Sex Lines. Sex Lines. Okay. Sex Lines. It's Sex Headlines. Ooh. This is coming at you straight out of GayStarNews.com. Uh, PETA calls out gay porn studio for using alligator in a sex scene. Exclusive. Wild animals should be left to their private lives, says PETA. Mm-hmm. PETA has called out a gay porn studio for using an alligator in a sex scene. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals has issued with a scene from Men.com. Starring Diego Sanz and Man, Caleb. imagine getting that domain? I know, right? That's fucking gold. Like, how how long ago did they get that? That's got to be like one of the first it things. It has to have yeah. Do you think women.com or men.com went first? I bet the guy bought them both and was just like, I'm oh, I'm going to sit right here and just wait. Who got kids.com, though? What? Somebody definitely. There's definitely a kids.com. Oh, I thought you said like the website was who's got kids.com. <laughs> There's and then just a picture of two people and you have to guess. Oh, that would be. Oh, my uh, God. Which one of you is the parrot? Oh, my God. We should make that. <laughs> We're going to make it. Um, starring Diego Sanz and Caleb Stryker with a Y, of course. Mm-hmm. The fi- scene filled on location in the Florida Everglades. 
Director Mark McNamara also said filming was at an alligator pit. The actors apparently got very close and personal with the animal actor. No. The film, shot in May, premiered this week. Does that mean they fucked the alligator? <laughs> PETA director Eliza Allen told Gay Star News, No matter what humans are getting up to on set, wild animals should, never, should be left to their own private lives. Never use as props or decorations. They deserve to be spared the confusion, stress, confinement, and exposure to bright lights and loud noises that are inevitable on the film set, and the stress caused by shifting them from place to place, which is why PETA urges all film directors to work only with willing human actors. <laughs> there's a video, or there's a picture of an alligator making its gay porn debut. PETA has long criticized the use of animals in the entertainment industry. On the group's website, it says, oh, whatever. Uh, no, it's more of what they just said a second ago. Uh... Eight Americans have died from encounters with alligators in the past four years. One of the people killed was a two-year-old child at Walt Disney World. That's incredibly low. Yeah, I know, right? I would have thought alligators were just fucking all kinds of shit up. I yeah. mean, I guess it's like eight that we know of. Like, I'm oh. sure there are, like, someone out in the swamp that, like, oh, yeah. they never found, like, just disappeared. Mark McNamara, director... Sorry, update. Mark McNamara, director of the Everguide series, has responded to Peta's concerns. Also, why didn't they call it Evergades? Yeah. Fools. No animals were corralled, moved, or used as props. No lighting was used, he claimed to Gay Star News. We are unable to verify this claim. Damn, he's fucking working that Michael Mann natural light shit. Mm -hmm. Well done. When they came near, we backed off to respect their natural migration. And we worked with a conservationist to protect their habitat. Hell yeah. Can you imagine the conservationist who was like, hey, can you come on set for this gay porn shoot in, the, in an alligator pit? <laughs> he's like, well... Also, it's exact... a pit. It doesn't sound like it's a natural habitat. <laughs> I don't know. That's where they live. This is what they call their homes. He also said, as any time you film outside, animals might come near. Yeah, but if you're filming in a bird's nest or an alligator pit, there's probably a little bit more likelihood of animals than, yeah. you know, a field. But they were documented, not directed. We respect, love, and protect all animals. These alligators were absolutely majestic beauties, and our priority was respect and non-interference with nature. Also, R.I.P. Mr. Stryker. Because <laughs> yeah. that alligator ate him. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty wild and pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, Why, it, it sounds like the gay porn company just had it under control. It sounds like they were weirdly respectful of the alligator, yeah. despite the close and personal implications, which I'm not going to lie, thought they fucked the alligator it sounds like they for fucked a the long time. If I say, if I tell someone that, like... Like, if I was single, and, mm. and I, I was like, you were like, oh, hey, how was your date the other night? And yeah. I was like, oh, we got up close and personal. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, you had more, like, real, like, real sex. Yeah, you had real sex. Like, R-E-E-L. -E yeah. Real around with your dick? I don't know. Yeah, so, uh, also can't really fault PETA on this one. Don't probably put alligators in sex scenes. I don't know. Hey, I'm just saying, like, if my dick was out, I the one of the last oh, things yeah. I would want just fucking chilling mm -hmm. around is an alligator. Like, the fluffers must have been working overtime. Because, like, I don't think I could sustain an erection next to an alligator. I don't yeah. think I could even just not poop. I'd be pooping constantly. It'd be terrifying. You could just make a James Joyce movie. Are you ready? Oh, no. Okay, are we are we wrapping this bad boy yeah, up? Yeah, we're going to call it there. Um, no alligators were harmed in the making of this podcast, we hope. Not yet. Mm -hmm. Did you hear about Chance the Snapper? The gay turtle or whatever? No, the alligator that broke into a Chicago park and they can't catch it. Oh, yes. So funny. Until it kills a two-year-old child at Walt yeah. Disney. You know what's really, really funny? 
I was once having sex and somebody... <laughs> okay, you have to understand that that's the fucking craziest segue I've ever heard of my goddamn life. Wait for it. I was having sex and the TV was on and it went to the news and they announced the crocodile, like, murder thing. I think, unless it's happened multiple times. But, like, not a sexy thing to hear. Okay, that's fine. I was so sad. I was like, oh, no. And I'm like, this is the... Uh, it was a bad time to hear it, but it was also probably worse that just happened in general yeah. anyway. i'm sure the parents were thinking like man <laughs> like, i hope no one's fucking when they hear this what sucks is now i'm probably gonna think that when something horrible happens to me if something ha- horrible happens to you you're yeah, gonna be like, news, oh, I'm like man, shit I, I hope nobody's fucking yeah when they hear oh this. man someone's getting like a just like you know sort of like a lazy yeah sunday night hand job and i've ruined it yeah um well thank you guys for listening we love you thanks for listening uh, again, if you got any ideas, our year is coming up. We're going to do some shit. Yeah, we're going to do something cool for our one-year anniversary. We don't know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. If you have ideas, I think right now we're leaning heavily on like a live stream episode. Mm-hmm. Or we might just also do a normal show. Let us know. Yeah. We, we're not sure. We don't know. By doing something cool, we might just still do a normal episode. Um, Maybe we'll do it upside down. You don't know. We're also still like figuring all this shit out, so we don't know what we can and can't do. Yeah, right shout now. out. Oh, sorry. Shout out to Maddie who started listening. You the Hell best. Yeah. Send us some kind words. You the best. Um, I'm also pretty sure a few people at my work have started listening. So uh, you the best. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for coming along. I'm sure you'll probably take a while to get here. You never know. I think they started last week's episode. So sorry for all the random shit we say that makes no sense because it probably barely makes sense if you listen anyway. But hey. yeah. Yeah. Now you're part of the crew. Now you get all those inside jokes. Yeah. Now you are a fuck buddy. Oh, shit. Um, thanks to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. Yeah, if you have a question that you would like to ask us or uh, maybe not even a question, maybe just sort of like a, this is something that's happening um, and you want us to discuss it, um, or if you have a problem with anything that we've said and you want us to like revisit oh, yeah. it and, and talk about it. And, like I said, uh, we said this, I think, episode one, uh, we want this to be a conversation. So mm-hmm. if there's anything that you hear and you don't agree with and yeah. would like us Which to I'm revisit sure has it, happened. Yeah, we would we would love to like hear your point of view and, and try to bring it into into the show and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Whether we agree with it or not, we will uh, we will give it a fair shake. Mm-hmm. Um, you can send us an email at uh, fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fckbuddiespodcast and you can hit us up on Twitter at fck underscore buddies you ready for some more bear? oh fuck off seriously? Yeah. Oh, I hate you um, they're, they're going to be short snippets and the only reason I'm doing this is because I can't find any long snippets but what I'm going to do is I'm getting the book so next week we're gonna yes, read. Your, your fine darling love owns it. Yep. <laughs> That's a red flag, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think you should break up with her. She also calls me bear a lot. It's weird. Oh, God. Does she actually? She makes me lump. No, of course not. She's. Well, I don't know. She I makes me lumber say... mournfully around the bedroom. Yeah, she's always, like, making your tongue black, just yeah. painting it. Yeah, just blotches. Um, I do want to say I had a very, a very adorable encounter with your uh, girlfriend last night. That sounds <laughs> wow. salacious. This is a um, weird time to break that to me. <laughs> um, no, when we, we all went out for cocktails last night. It was great. And uh, while we were all saying our goodbyes, um, Nell's girlfriend leaned into me. Uh, she asked me if I was going with the, the people who were going to another bar last call. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I was like, unless Nell's going. And she leaned over to me and she was like, he's not going anywhere. I'm going to cuddle him. I'm going to cuddle him so hard. And it was very, it's hard to like get it 
right, but it was very aggressive. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, okay, <laughs> fair enough. And, and then it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she knew she knew what she wanted. Yeah. She was, she she was not going <laughs> to... Not going to take no for an answer. So these going to be two short snippets. Okay. Bear, she cried. I love you. Pull my head off. <laughs> the bear did not, but her menstrual fever made him more assiduous. She was half afraid of him, but drunk and weak for danger. <laughs> I'm so weak for danger right now. She took his thick fur that skidded in her hands, trying to get a grip on his loose hide. When she went deeper into it, she encountered further depth. Her short nails slipped. She cradled his big, furry, asymmetrical balls in her hands. She played with them, slipping them gently inside their cases as he licked. Wait, what? How the fuck's she reaching her, his balls? If Are they 69ing? I don't even know. Um, short, but relatable to a certain writer we've uh, encountered on oh, here before. God damn it. She put honey on herself and whispered to him. But once the honey was gone, he wandered off farting and too soon satisfied it's funny because i did ask you how many times the bear farted last episode yeah i know and there it is also apparently a giant plot point is just that she can't get the bear to get it up i don't think the bear actually likes her <laughs> like i don't know anyway we, well, we'll i get was to reading that. a review of it last night at the bar you pervert and uh and it was like uh she falls in love with the bear and bear being a bear does not reciprocate the feelings <laughs> i was like well fair enough <laughs> yeah it's true also, do bears really love Henny that much? I thought that was just like a Winnie the Pooh thing. Um, I guess smear it on your vagina and we'll find out. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, goddamn. Yeah, this is a real book. Won the Governor's General Award or some shit. Apparently it was also like, they got like a grant, so it was effectively like paid for by the government Government funded? Yeah. By, I mean, that doesn't make sense, or that doesn't surprise me. Some of the shit that the Government of Canada, like Arts Council funds, is fucking insane. Mm -hmm. And just terrible. So I'm not not super surprised by this. Uh, you got a Dan for us? Uh, let's try to find it, I guess. Every week, Niall dives into the depth. I mean, I feel like at this point you're well on your way to becoming just full corrupted. Like, diving mm -hmm. into sex writing and diving into fucking Dan. Yeah, I'm slowly I, losing my mind. I'm finding all sorts of horrible shit when I'm looking for porn reviews. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine... You're probably getting worse shit, to be fair. Yeah. I just get to see, like... <laughs> for example, I'm scrolling through Dan's feed right now and just comes to how to revive the love with my ex. Like, oh my it's God. more sad than corrupting. Um, I mean, let me tell you, people who almost religiously review porn DVDs aren't exactly not sad. It's <laughs> fair. Will I keep going? Will I get a proper one? Yeah, I mean, him, you gotta him, you gotta be like, this week, Dan said. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Dan says, new post. How to make my ex respect me as her man. Hey, do you do you respect me as your man? Yeah, well, what? what? Do you level? respect me as your man? Like, we're still exes, but I'm still your man and you respect me as that? Wait, does he say how to make my ex? Yeah. Oh, How Jesus. to make my ex respect me as her man. Fucking hell, Dan. <laughs> What does that mean? Someone feed Dan to some crocodiles. Cover him in honey. <laughs> Throw him to a bear. <laughs> My oh, name is Dan Miller. And I am, of course, Dan Alligator. I don't know. And I'm not spit. Uh And we are your fuck buddies. <laughs> Bye.